Hello and welcome to the Leaders' Council podcast with me, Joshua Jackson. This podcast is all about hearing from authentic leaders across the country, gaining an understanding of the mindset of leaders that get up each day and make this country work. Today, I'm speaking with Simon Lister, the Managing Director at ML Financial. And regular listeners of the podcast may very well remember that Simon appeared on the show in February 2020, but that was well before the world changed for businesses, teams, leaders, individuals, and well, pretty much everybody over the world. So, Simon, thanks for coming back on. Thank you, Josh. It's great to be here again. Not a problem at all. You know, it's going to be an interesting conversation. You know, a lot of the things that you spoke about last time were all around leadership. But before we dive into, you know, the meat of the issue, um, if you wouldn't mind just letting everybody know who you are, what you do, and let's go from there. Wonderful. Yeah, so uh, I'm Simon Lister. Uh, I own a, a, a business uh, which has two offices, one in Norfolk and one in Northamptonshire. So it's a financial service business. Uh, we started the business in 2011. Uh, so we are just past our 11th birthday, uh, as it were. I tend to run the business on a day-by-day basis. Uh, we have around 20 staff and we contract a few people on top. So, you know, not a massive business, but not tiny either. And industry focus, where are you about that? Yeah, so, yeah, so, uh, so we're based in the financial services sector. Uh, so we tend to help clients uh, pre and post retirement in order to have the retirement that they want. And that's kind of where our major focus is. And that therefore covers a plethora of, uh, of finances, um, you know, helping them with their taxation planning, as well as making sure they can pass their money on to, to who they want to. Um, you know, regarding family, you know, etc., as efficiently as efficiently as possible, and most importantly, just really helping them to have the retirement that they want, and give them the confidence that they can have the retirement they want, uh, and they can have enough money to be able to do so. Well, that I'm sure gives a lot of positivity to people, you know, your clients and the people that you work with, understanding that you know they're in they're in good hands, and you know, we'll explain to everybody over this how. I know that it's uh, good hands that they're in. Um, but we probably won't touch on too much of the politics on this. Obviously, third rail, um, you know, dealing with pensions and things, isn't it? <laughs> you know, the, the untouchable political discussion. But, um, you know, it's, it's always an interesting one when, uh, when talking to people in your line of work. But, you know, obviously, we're going to start this by talking about you, talking about your leadership style. And um, it was one thing when you were speaking and you came on last onto the podcast that you were really talking about how you put people first, how it's all about the team, how people need to go together. Um, let's then think that, you know, since you've last been on, COVID has happened. There's been remote working. There's been um, ups and downs. There's been personal issues, stresses, both for you and individuals, no doubts, on your team. How have you developed? Yeah, no, I think that's a, that's a great question. I mean, it's incredible uh, what has happened since we last spoke. Um, I think I think for me, over the, the, the period of time that we've just kind of gone by, leadership has probably become even more important um, from a, a, a whole plethora of reasons. I think particularly when I look at uh, the, the fact that the team have really, I think, needed to look to us uh, in order to give them some of the answers, which can be very difficult when you always have the answers. You know, with COVID, there were so many unknowns. Um, I think also it therefore came back to 
the rules were changing, I don't know if I even say daily, probably by the hour at one point, and therefore what you could do, what you couldn't do, and really trying to be there to support your team as, as you know, in our case, our clients, and, and get that kind of balance correct. I think even more so when looking at the teams as individuals as well as a team, and, and therefore being able to try and support some of our team members who felt very isolated and alone and um, when you look at home working, I think it's a great example. So, you know, I'm very fortunate that I have, uh, you know, my office I kind of go to every day, but I also have a designated office in my house. So, you know, for me to be able to work from home or be in my office is effectively one thing. Um, a lot of my team, you know, aren't in that position and, and therefore don't work in that way or certainly didn't pre-COVID. So when we're in a forced position, it's about how you can help support them with that. You know, particularly as we're acutely aware that some of them, if they live on their own, didn't see any for weeks, um, you know, potentially. So it's like, what steps can we make for to, to help them through that? Help them deal with the unknowns of what's going on a real-life basis, the, you know, the threat to life is what was going on with the, you know, w- you know with, the, with the disease or the, you know, the, the pandemic, um, and, you know, as well as what was happening to their families and that kind of stuff, how we can keep a culture uh, within the business and, and uh, you know, being able to continue to kind of, you know, get through day by day. So, you know, from our point of view, it was even then, I think, I think ironically, where we tend to shine almost, you know, and we certainly do this in my opinion with our clients, is in the more difficult times, as mm-hmm. opposed to the easy times. And I think that's where as a leader, you really need to kind of step up and, 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 and be there, you know, for people and, and try to, you know, help them through everybody because it, it's incredible the difference of opinion, you know, as I mentioned earlier, we've got around a team of 20 that people have, you know, how they're feeling, what they want, what they want from the business, the support they need. And therefore, you really need to be flexible as a, as a leader, in my opinion, at that time, and understanding that you can have two completely polar opposite opinions within your team and how you can therefore try and support both of those uh, you know, members in that in that moment in time. Absolutely, I think that's really important. The idea of flexibility and support, uh, both within how you're, you know, looking from a day to day perspective, but also dealing with each different person's personalities, and that can really go from one side of a spectrum to another. Some people are going to want to have a little bit more forceful direction so that they know what's happening and they have that trust in you. Others are going to want to, you know, need that little sort of. Um, you know, step back, shall we say, that, you know, to be able to make sure that there's trust there as well. And I know that everybody dealt with this in a different fashion. Um, what, is there anything then that you've, that you sort of learned that you're going to continue with that, uh, you know, whether that's hybrid working technology, whether that's just the small changes in the way that you deal with individuals that you learned from this process? Yeah, I mean, I think we learned loads. Uh, you know, in, in honesty, uh, we currently still to this day have an effective working policy um, and we have hybrid working as well. And I think they're slightly different things, uh, you know, with, with regards to that. Um, technology evolved within our business and I think it had to. Uh, I think a lot of businesses, particularly smaller businesses, um, you know, had to adapt and adapt very quickly. You know, it's kind of incredible, you know, when we were sitting at home, in that evening, seeing Boris Johnson come on the on the TV and announcing what was about to happen, and it's a, how quickly and nimbly we had to evolve and, and, and change things. Um, one of which, without a doubt, is uh, you know, even little things. Communication in these situations always tends to be key. And we felt that you couldn't communicate too much in that situation, both with our team and our clients, and therefore we really evolved. A 
how we communicated, is in what forums we used. Um, you know, particularly with a team. You know, you know, with regards to, I think you consider today. You, you know, most people probably use Zoom and Teams, but mm-hmm. I mean, over and above that. But probably more importantly, the, the, you know, the frequency. You know, how in depth or short it was. Everything. You know, you know, along those lines. I, I think it also kind of came back to. You know, we started a, a program. Uh, coincidentally, in 2019, so just before COVID kicked in, which is what our, our vivid vision for 2022, which basically was how we expected our business to look like in three years' time. Okay. You know, and when we wrote that, you know, let's be honest, we didn't realise what uh, you know that COVID was coming or the impact that it was going to have. But therefore, it really actually helped us with regards to a backbone of how we wanted the business to look, and it almost gave us those principles to stick by when we were communicating with the team and we were communicating with our clients and. And therefore, the way that we wanted to evolve, evolve our technology. So, ironically, COVID almost helped with that, just as it we were going to do it anyway. Just mm. forced us kind of down that road in order to be able to adapt, you know, a wee bit quicker than um, than we probably would have done. You know, in honesty. No, absolutely. You know, it's it's one of those, isn't it, that it's just accelerated the rate of change. Um, you know, that that we're coming along anyway, slowly, and then. COVID just sort of made sure that people had to, you know, bring in the new technologies and the adaptability, the understanding that you know people don't need to necessarily be looking over everybody's shoulders all the time in the office environment anymore. Um, now, it's interesting that you say, again, a look at your plan for the future. You put something down, how you expected the business to be in three years. Just answer this truthfully, don't answer it at all. Uh, a little bit of the mix. How close were you in that plan? Yeah, I mean, I think we've been incredibly lucky, uh, if I'm honest. And you could say your own luck. And I'm a great believer of the, you know, the adage of, you know, fail to plan, plan to fail, um, you know, from that perspective. So uh, I want to say we've been incredibly lucky, regardless of the challenges that we've faced. Uh, and we're not quite at the end of the three-year plan, bear in mind. It's, you know, we've got a few months of this year left. Yeah. Um, we are in a situation where we have probably hit 90% at the moment, and we're expecting that we're going to get very close if not get the whole hog of hitting it all. Um, you know, one of the, comes back to something I said earlier, in these moments of adversity, I think you either step up and be counted, particularly as a leader and as, as a collective, uh, which is certainly what I feel that we, we did, or we certainly tried to do with regards to communication. As I said, our team and our clients um, really try to uh, show people why they trust you, why they did trust you, you know, in those moments. And therefore, ironically, we probably almost benefited. I think that when you're with somebody in their most, you know, dire time or their time of need, it actually really strengthens your uh, relationship and really strengthens um, the that you have with each other. And, and that happened for us with both our team and our clients, you, you know, I would say, in as much as we never show, shied away from anything, we really, uh, therefore, try to face all of these issues based on, you know, as I said earlier, communicated as, as, as much as possible, really showed we were there as much as possible. And ironically, from both our team and our clients, I think that served as well. We, therefore, have been lucky that uh, we're in a situation where we've had a lot of clients referred to our business because their advisors who, you know, in a similar position to our, us weren't necessarily um, doing it you know, in honesty, as, as we were. Uh, and the same way from our team point of view, you know, is that when they know that you've kind of got their, you know, their backing those moments, and particularly those difficult moments, 
does have quite a different impact on the on the relationship that you have with them. No, I think that's that's really important. Um, you know, a situation to consider. It's really encouraging that you have actually, you know, got as you say about ninety percent of the way towards your 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 plan, as well as having a few months there to get that that hundred, which is shows the the groundwork that was there before everything you know got chaotic let's put it nicely um so that's that's you know something that a lot of businesses didn't have um you know they struggled because the groundwork wasn't there and that's what you know why we brought you onto the show last time and it's been really great to see that that's you know been proven and especially in the fact that over the last couple of years uh, especially last year you've won some awards from your staff as well you know you've got the gold accreditation um for best employers eastern region i believe it was which was um you know anonymously you know, questionnaires and voted for by the people that work for you. So you must have been there to support them. Um, and you must have been there to be a rock, really, as well as, you know, making them secure in their employment, which, you know, takes a lot of the stress out of the situation, especially when uh, uh, it seems like the rest of the world is is going up in flames. But, um, uh, you know, it's it, there's also been a couple of other interviews that you've done. I, I looked into prior to you coming on and you said you said for the uh, uh, million dollar roundtable spotlight that self-discipline was one of the reasons why you are where you are today. But that takes different forms for everybody. Um, what does that look like for you? What does that you know, what does that mean? Yeah, I mean, I, I think for, for us, it really comes back to uh, having set standards uh, and making sure you stick to those standards. And, and therefore, when you kind of come up with the things that you say that you're going to do, you make sure that you do them uh, and that you're fully aligned, they're well thought out, um, and, and therefore you make each other accountable for that. And that's something we certainly try to do within our business is, is that everybody needs to be accountable to each other. It isn't just the case that because I'm the managing director of the business that, uh, it means I can do what I want and everybody else has to listen. That's not how we operate. And I, for me, that isn't what leadership is, uh, you know, is about. And um, so when we kind of, you know, talk about discipline, is about making sure that we set certain principles or standards, as we call it, that, that we're looking to adhere to. We not just talk the talk, we walk the walk. And I think that was important for us during that period of time, again, for both our team and our, you know, our clients. And I think we tried to show leadership for both. You know, a lot of the time leadership people just think are oh, somebody within a business or you know in, in a type of organization you know sometimes feel it's, it's very much you know um, I've got a business partner they were very you know important during that period of time as well as each and every person to you know try and be there for their colleague and the same with our clients at that moment and and the discipline really comes in by holding each other to account by making sure the things that you say you're going to do you actually do you know, and again, a good example of that was during COVID that we were very transparent. We constantly uh, spoke to the team about making sure that, you know, for us, we were, you know, we believed that we would get through this and, and we could kind of justify why we were trying to get through that time. Uh, making sure that they were aware of that, trying to take the fear of, of that away for them. So it's one less thing for them to worry about. Um, and again, it's, you know, the same for the, the clients and the people that we work with as a collective. Mm. You, you know, having the discipline of saying that we're going to do this, making sure that we did it, that helps give confidence and trust. Um, and it is just being very clear. And I think, you know, being very clear and being as 
the simpler you can make things in life, I think the better as well, but being really clear about what you're going to do, making sure you do it and you deliver upon it, uh, making sure you're clear with your communication, you know, with with, with everybody that, that that's actually happening and keep them, keeping them up to date, you know. For me, there's no point in shying away from these things, just being, you know, very open, facing up with a situation um, uh, and helping people to navigate through it. Yeah, that's, you know, all good, fantastic advice there, really, you know, something that uh, you know, I, I will take forwards as well, you know, that ability to, um, you know, do what you're going to do, do what you say you're going to. Um, now, here at the Leaders' Council, part of what we try to do, and, you know, we do it pretty well, I will say, is to give leaders a opportunity to meet others, to know that you're not alone to know that some of the pressures that you're facing are being faced by others as a an ideas sharing platform a support platform and it was nice for you that you had your business partner throughout the last couple of years especially with the challenges that are still ongoing and, and look to be continuing that you have somebody there to rely on and i know that you used to meet quite regularly with uh, you know sort of 10 12 15 other um financial advisors in the region as a bit of a, a round table and again as that sort of support network to, to help bounce ideas off each other have you managed to, to keep that going yeah i think network is the important thing actually so so yes i have to agree and the reason i say to agree is because what's probably happened with regards to that if i'm honest it's evolved and opened up somewhat and this really was probably one of the almost the benefits of being forced to use the technology, um, you know, a, a, a lot more, um, and, and therefore being able. Suddenly, what technology does is it, it kind of takes geography out of the equation. So, you know, I was having regular catch-ups with not just people in the local area, but also people from around the world, almost. Mm. You know, Canada, Australia, as an example, just to, almost from us in the UK, looking at the, you know, the two extremes. A, it gives you great information about what's going on going on in their respective area um but b what it also provides is invariably the kind of challenges that you face are very similar wherever you are in the world um there are some you know differences but you know principally it's very similar and how you therefore navigate uh, through it and again it kind of comes back to that talking it through that that kind of navigation um and having a plan and, and, and what you're doing and you know, i get ideas from them they get ideas from us and i think where that becomes you know really important is that Sometimes it can be lonely at the top. You know, I want to say lonely at the top. You know, it can be in a situation where because people are sometimes looking for you to be strong in these moments, particularly in these moments of difficulty, and, and there are some unknowns, and it doesn't mean, therefore, that, you know, we're not being open and honest with our team because we are, um, but it does tend to mean that, you know, by talking it through, having a chat, comparing your opinions and thoughts, and people both in your industry and out of your industry, you know, a, a very kind of good friend and colleague, uh, you know, of mine was working in hospitality, mm. you know, which is in some ways really similar what we do and in some ways a million miles apart from where we were, you know, in as much as with their business, they were shut down overnight, they had food in the freezers that, that you know, therefore, therefore couldn't be used. Um, you, you, you know, they, they probably couldn't have been more different in that aspect, but in some ways it's very similar in as much as they have a team, have some basic, you know, business principles, have certain, you know, impacts with regards to, um, uh, you know, staff and that kind of stuff. And we therefore had a lot of discussions with them, you know, with regards to how you can suddenly, you know, take advantage of the situation without being mercenary. Once they take advantage of the situation, invariably in any time of need, there becomes some downsides to it and there becomes 
upside to it. And when I say some upside, in as much as in our terms, and it was, you know, to actually really show people how good we were in those mm-hmm. moments, you know, both again from a client and a, a team point of view, and having those conversations with others and helping them through that, you, you know, just forms part of that, you know, if that makes sense, really trying yeah. to be there. You know, uh, coming back to what I said earlier, if you're really there for somebody in their time of need, it makes such a, a dramatic difference, you know, if that makes sense. And the trust and rapport and relationship that that kind of builds or helps strengthen, it, it, you know, it's almost insurmountable, almost, you know, from that point of view. So. Yeah. And, uh, you know, at, at the, the time of recording, um, the Prime Minister has been in post for less than a week. Uh, the UK is currently in a period of mourning and the king is looking ahead. It's all change at the top for leadership across the United Kingdom right now and various parts of the world as well. And it's looking to be a pretty difficult period for many. We're looking at uh, you know global events having uh, changes to uh, the cost of living, which is impacting everybody worldwide. And if you yourself are, are looking ahead, are you confident in the way that we're going? Are you confident in yourself and the company? Are you looking forward sort of with a, you know, a sort of stressful look? Or are you looking ahead and thinking that, you know, it'll be a couple of tough couple of months, but things will work out well? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think the answer to that is probably both without wishing to kind of be, you know, too contradictory, Joshua, in as much as... Um, I think even more so doing what we do for a living in as much as because of what we do for a living, we almost kind of get paid to try and look into a crystal ball, whether mm. that's possible or not, and, and should we navigate things in the right way. So, you know, if I if you said am I confident about my personal, you know, my business, our business, then in, in, in honestly, the answer is yes, in as much as, um, you, you know, this probably comes back to what I was kind of saying earlier, that one of our basic principles, we think we tend to excel in more of the difficult times than the good times because... Um, you, you know, of, of who we are, how we work, how we act uh, with regards to our clients and our team. We tend to be very proactive, so we don't tend to stick our head in the sand or hide away from any of these subjects. We tend to be blunt, you know, face them um, up, you, you know, deal with them uh, you know, head on and, 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 and therefore try to come up with a plan in order of how you're going to navigate them. You know, in my opinion, in, you know, in life and in the economy, which is something that, we're, you know, we're, we're very close to, um, then, you know, these things happen. And honestly, these things happen is that multiple, you know, times, you know, you go back to, say, 2008 and we had the global financial crisis, yes. you know, which, which isn't that long ago, you know, let alone what obviously happened with, um, you know, wars. There are multiple events that happen every year, some of which are, you know, are, are more severe than um, others, you know, with, without a doubt, um, but still. You know, you're in a situation where these things happen. And, and for us, I would say that it's being um, sensitive to, to what's going on, um, you, you know, in, in, in honesty, and being there to help people through it. And ironically, that's probably one of the skills which we're fortunate um, with in as much as because understanding finance and the economy and the knock-on impact on things, you know, what we therefore try to do is, is help our team, help our clients, Show them the ways that you know that we can help. Show the ways that they can help themselves. You know, in that situation, be there to support and, and being real about it. You know, if that makes sense. There are fundamental things that we know that we can do in order to, to help people by educating them. You know, show them um, different 
things that they can do within their own finances in order to help themselves, the things that we can do to, you know, to kind of help them. And, and also, actually, sometimes it is just putting some context. Yeah, coming back to what we said earlier about sometimes it can be lonely at the top if you're in business, talking things through, discussing it, communicating, really getting out of the open, trying to show it's not going to go on forever in our opinion, particularly based on you know, history. You know, you go back to the 70s and you had a three-day week. Yeah. You know, it's a different environment then, ironically. You know, you go late 80s, early 90s, and you had inflationary numbers, you, you know, and interest rates in particular significantly higher than mm. what we do today from an interest rate perspective and the knock-on impact that, that that had. We had higher unemployment then, you know, it's the first unemployment situation we find ourselves in now. So, you know, talking about, you know, the, the different things, why there is some light at the end of the tunnel, coming up with a solution in order to kind of, you know, get them there because it feels like it's going to go on forever and there is no end. There isn't that light at the end of the tunnel. Um, you know, I think that the change in leadership, ironically, with both, you know, the Prime Minister... As, as well as the head of you know, state and the, um, you know, devastating and, and, and unfortunate passing of the, you know, the Queen, just even more uncertainty to the whole situation. And, and a lot of people don't t- tend to deal with change or uncertainty that well. So it's about trying to show them the stable things or to show them the things that they're involved and, and, and you know, how that can, can be a good thing and, and, you know, what the positives of those things are. And I don't mean the Queen unfortunately passing, but, you know, with regards to, you know, Prince Charles, now King Charles III coming in, you know, with regards to Boris departing and, and Liz Truss coming in as the new PM, there's, these things change all the time, you know. So Yeah, change is natural, and there's, uh, you know, always going to be difference and that difference doesn't necessarily mean bad and you know it's great for for me to hear that you throughout this have those preparations in place that ability to roll with the punches and that ability to from everything you've said today maintain positivity maintain optimism and maintain a belief that everything will come through and that you are prepared to help those around you both within the team clients and externals, you know, the people that you come across every day to navigate through it themselves as well. And that's a sign of fantastic leadership. And that's exactly why we wanted to have this conversation today, Simon. So thank you ever so much for coming on to the show again. Um, If people wanted to get in contact, if they wanted to find out a little bit more about what you do, where would they find you? Yeah, no problem. So uh, we have a website, so mlfinancialassociates.co.uk. Um, you can uh, email us as well. Our details are on the website. Uh, contact us via the phone, uh, 01953711123. So they're more than welcome to get in touch if they've got any questions or want to ask anything further about myself or the business. Brilliant. Simon, thank you ever so much for coming on today. Um, we'll hopefully have you on again in another 12 months that you know won't be quite so chaotic. But uh, it's been great speaking. <laughs> thank you, Scott. Uh, yeah, thank you for that. Joshua, great to spend time again with you this afternoon. Thank you, and goodbye.